Hello everyone and welcome back to the Underground Nest Hall, Finn McHale here. And today we're going to have our second episode on the Naruto Wind Release series in which we try to answer the question, why is the wind release so rare in Naruto? And today the perspective we're going to be going and looking into are the genetics and evolution of the wind release within certain families in the Naruto universe. Before we get started, I do want to make a clarification. So in the first episode, the geography episode, I made a mistake in saying that shinobi have been seen manipulating fire that have a pre-existing fire nature transformation. What I meant to say was earth. However, knowing that we've seen both earth release and water release users manipulate already existing sources of earth and water, it's not implausible to think that if someone were to start a fire, a shinobi with the fire release would be able to manipulate it. With that said, let's get into the episode. So one thing I want to get right off the bat is we're not going to be examining all the known users. We're mainly looking at the families in which we have known direct relationships like brothers, parents, siblings. That's mainly what we're going to be looking at. And for example, one of the families we're going to be looking at are the Uchiha. However, we're mainly going to be looking at it through Itachi and Sasuke, not Madara, Obito, and Shisui, because we don't know exactly how they relate to, lineage-wise, the brothers. Also, because we don't know any other potential relationships, cousins, parents, with many of the other members, or some of the members on this list, such as Kakashi, we don't know like what if his father may have had wind release. We know he had lightning release, I believe, but we don't know if he had wind. So we're going with the known family dynamics. With that said, the six main family dynamics we see in the series of known wind release users are the Senju family with Hashirama and Tobirama brothers, Gara's family with Rasa the father, and then the San siblings, Gara. Kankuro and Tamari. Then we have Haku's family, Haku and Haku's mother. Then we have the Uzumaki slash Namikaze family, in which we have Minato Namikaze and Kushina Uzumaki, the parents of Naruto, Naruto Uzumaki himself, and then his son, Boruto. We also then have the Uchiha with Itachi and Sasuke. Now, if you want to, you can include Shisui because I think it's implied he's a cousin of. Itachi, but for the purposes of today's episode, I'm not going to, but feel free if you want to include him. I know he is an extremely popular character, so feel free to do so. So with that in mind, let's try and delve into each of these families and try to understand, okay, what led them to genetically or evolving the ability for wind release in their families? Well, with Gara's family and for anybody from the Hidden Sand Village, it's really easy. They live in the Land of Wind, and referring back to the Geography episode, it's possible that the natural chakra nature in that area leans more towards wind release, and so that's why it's super common there, but in all the other ones, it's not. So that's the easiest to explain. It's due to the geography with them living in the land of wind. Now, the next family we're going to discuss is Haku's family, Haku and Haku's mother. 
Now they have the ice release Kekagenkai, which is a combination of water and wind release. And that's why that family has wind releases because due to the Kekagenkai. Now I have an interesting, I guess you could call it mini or to steal from game theory a little bit is a diet theory and that it's possible that actually Keke Genkai allow for nature transformations to be more stable in the genetic code of Shinobi because you need the Keke Genkai because it translates to bloodline limit and you kind of need that in order to use the Keke Genkai. And so I believe that those with Keke Genkai, so this would include Pakura. Now she doesn't have a family, but if she has any other family members or within her clan that got married and had kids, it's possible that her scorch release got passed down and it allowed the wind release to be stable. So that meant if she met someone from another village outside the land of wind, it's possible now by introducing scorch release, it now makes wind release a little bit more stable and the ability to be more present. Now, the next family, or let, we're going to put three of them together here. That's the Uzumaki Namikaze family, the Uchiha family, and the Sarutobi family. The reason why I'm putting all three of them together is because they have one thing in common. And that's all three of these clans, with the exception of Minato's Namikaze clan, because we don't know the history of it, but we do know that the Uzumaki clan, the Uchiha clan, and the Sarutobi clan are all holdovers from the Warring States period, and that they're still around. And so it's possible that they're actually one of the rare clans or sets of clans in that when release is just naturally stable in their genetics. Especially noting with the Uzumaki Namikaze and the Sarutobi clan having a total of four. And if you include Shisui with the Uchiha, you have three. So they average around three to four known at a time. You know, now whether they use it or not, that's a whole different story and we won't go into that. Now, I left one out and that's the Senju family. Why is that? Well, for one, there's only two members that we know that could use wind release, or at least were known to have the ability to use wind release, and that's Hashirama and Tobirama, and both of them died. Now, we know that Hashirama's granddaughter is Tsunade, however, she's not known to have wind release, and so that's really weird because it's like, well, if they're a holdover from the Warring States and the Senju clan presumably still has some members going strong in the Leaf Village, why isn't Wind Release there? It may be that it was a zeitgeist thing, you know, time and the moment of time issue for the Senju in that during the Warring States, it was really common, and this might be true of all clans to be honest, that it was really common for all of them to have access to all five nature transformations. But when it ended and we went to the relative peace time, very few clans actually had access to it. And the Sarutobi clan is interesting in that it has three that it has normal access to through this. Now, 
with that said, we don't know the full scope, but that's what I'm leaning towards is that because the Senju aren't in the warring stage period anymore, they don't really need it. And with that, I think it's a really interesting thing to point out is that the evolution genetics of the win release, I think, helped to pin this even more in that, you know, we can look at the geography. Okay, that explains Gara's family. The KK Genkai, that explains Haku's family, plus with the diet theory that maybe the KK Genkai makes certain nature transformations more stable in genetic code, thus being stronger to be passed along. And then, with looking at the Senju, we know, okay, it's a zeitgeist thing for this family, so their code unlocks some stuff, but then it, when it didn't need it anymore, it locked it back up. And then we have the Uzumaki, the Uchiha, and the Sarutobi being the only ones where it's like, well, we don't need it locked away really anymore. What I mean by locked and like in terms of prevalence. Now, another thing that's interesting though is that the Uzumaki and the Senju are brother slash cousin clans in a sense. So it's really interesting that the Uzumaki are holdovers of the wind release, whereas the Senju are not. Now, that might be a you know, a discussion for another episode. But with that in mind, I hope you all enjoyed today's episode. This has been a Bandolier Core production. And this is Finn McHale, signing out.